What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 26. I'm Trevor, and I'm here with Zach, Wynn, and Trey today. And we have a pretty uh, pretty gaming-filled weekend. Uh, we just finished uh, the Game Awards a couple days ago. That was exciting. Uh, PSX just kicked off last night, which was not so exciting. And uh, we've got Capcom Pro Tour all weekend, so there's tons of stuff going on. Uh, but we're kind of taking a, a quick break in between that all to, to talk about what we've seen so far and what we're excited for. Uh, so to to kick it off, the uh, the Game Awards, as as always, were were a fantastic time, a uh, a great way to look back at the the year in gaming that we had and look forward to uh, some new announcements, um, namely Death Stranding that you know won't be out for another uh, ten to twenty years. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, to uh, to have you guys kind of to kick it off and see what uh, you guys thought, uh, Zach. What what was your most exciting part of the game awards the other night? Um, probably the pizza that we ate. That's true. Um, the pizza, uh, all six pizzas. All six pizzas. Jeez, I bet yeah. you guys still have freaking pizza. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm thinking um, something for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Um, I think my favorite, like, I don't know. There were several. Like, I'm really intrigued to see what the whole Shadows Die Twice thing is from, from Software. It's which, true. Yeah, we, I, think, I, I, have, I feel the same it's way, Trey. I've been reading some articles about it. I, <laughs> I do think it's Tenchu. Um, I'm excited by the Death Stranding uh, trailer, obviously. I mean, I think that's going to be on all of our lists to some degree. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, <laughs> it's, uh... it's just Hideo Kojima. Or however you say it. Um, but, Kadeo uh, Hojima. My best friend. Thank you very much. Your best friend. You met him one time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I explained that to my wife. She goes, so who is this guy anyway? I was like, oh, no, he's like this huge game developer. He's basically video game Jesus. And uh, she goes, okay. And like, because I was explaining like how you met him and how it was yeah. like a dream come true kind of thing. And like she at first just couldn't grasp it. And I was like, no, trust me, like. It's like meeting your favorite actor or your favorite author right. or director or something like this dude is in charge of essentially a massive part of your enjoyment in life and your, and your, and <laughs> right. like the thing that draws you to your favorite medium. And so, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I was just, I was happy with a bunch of stuff. I'm excited to try Bayonetta on the Switch oh, when that yeah. comes out. They announced oh, that. Yeah. Um, there was something else that they announced, and I can't remember what it was, but I know there's another thing that they announced that I was super excited about. That I can't remember, but well, I'm sure we'll, it'll come up. But, uh, yeah, I, I was happy with most of the games that won. I was surprised that they just glossed over some of the game-winning stuff, like Best RPG. Yeah. They were just like, hey, boom, Best RPG. I'll tell you what, though, the, my favorite part of the entire night, in all reality was the achievement award i i can't remember like the achievement oh game yeah development, when they had that woman who was the first uh game carol developer. shaw yeah yeah uh first game developer to ever have her name on a like a cartridge i guess or something like that um obviously it meant a great deal to me because i can remember all the specifics but yeah i <laughs> just thought it was a really cool moment and i, I thought it was really neat to look back because you don't realize that those old atari games were like one person coding things oh yeah like we're just used to the idea of like of these multi-person teams that build games um and i just thought it was a cute moment i, I thought it was a very heartwarming moment and uh I, I think we need more of that in gaming because gaming is an art form it's a 
it's a medium for storytelling and i think sometimes gamers get in the way of that of that purity if you will i'm being a little artsy fartsy right now but yeah there you go no i feel you i agree with you on that i think uh i think people need more recognition for the excellent work they do instead of like yep this game is really good he did a good job Whereas, you know, the Game Awards, they like sit down and they're like, you know, this is that and the other thing, you know, the art was really good. The actors that were all in it were amazing. And I think that's what, yeah. that's what makes video gaming important to me, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. And I like the fact that they had like, they had categories that you weren't really like looking for. Right. Um, like what was it? Most, um, impactful game or something like that? The social impact award. So the social impact award. So they were games that were st- very story-driven heavily, obviously. But um, they were like... Se- uh, what's that? Se- uh, Blood... Um... Hellblade. Hellblade. Sets in, uh... was, yeah, I can't remember the Sen- name. It's Hellblade. Yeah, Hellblade. Uh, they talked about that. and uh, Did that win it, I think? Yeah. Or was it Night it... in the Woods? No, no, it was Hellblade. Was Hellblade, yeah. Okay, well, because the guy got up for that, and then the girl won for best performance. Yes, 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 and they also won sound design. Yeah. Um, and I just like that kind of thing that they have in a category just for games that appeal on a level of um building empathy for certain situations or um complexes. Like that one has a lot to do with mental health and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I just think that's really fucking cool, and and it shows that we're um, reaching a new level, I think, with gaming, which I've talked a whole bunch. So, Trey, what was your favorite part of the night, other than opening Hearthstone packs? Heyo! Heyo! Um, yeah, that was a good time. I got all the good cards. Um, um, my favorite thing was, you know, Soul Calibur Six. Yeah. I think that was the most, the hype, the pinnacle point of last night. But uh, I will say that uh, some of the awards were were pretty good. Yeah, I think the Carol Shaw thing, like you guys were saying, was um, emotion driven. I, I don't know how to. What's the word I'm looking for? It was. It was very. It tugged on the strings. Of yeah, it, it tugged on the strings. It tugged on the heartstrings. It was really good. Because um, I honestly, I wasn't entirely sure who she was until they explained it, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. that makes makes sense. Um, the video all the games was really good. Oh too. God, yeah, very touching. Um, yeah, well, uh, touching in the art direction, like the the cinematography of the mm-hmm. video, I thought was like they have a like right at the end she's sitting at a desk playing an Atari twenty six hundred, and they gradually pull out through the rooms in her house, and then like yeah. I don't know, I just I'm a nerd for some of that stuff, so I liked it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I think um, the best fighting game award should have went to Tekken Seven, but that's just me. I know it was all um, fan fan-based voting but i don't think tekken 7 deserves it more than injustice did but right you know whatever i kind of yeah i wish they didn't gloss over some of these awards i wish they kind of you know went through the the steps and the process like everything else did yep because they were like oh yeah and by the way this won this award okay and we're gonna talk about this it was, was just super, like, oh, by the well. way. It was upsetting. Like best art, they were like, "Oh, and best RPG uh, was won by Persona Five." Moving on. All right. Anyways, like, wait, yeah. what? Okay. Yeah, it's a little upsetting, but other than that, I mean, it was a good show. I feel like Jeff did a good job um, getting all these new people, or getting all these like awards, or getting all the uh, trailers and stuff, like the exclusive, the world premieres. 
Yeah. He did a damn good job about that. You know, Korth, of course, Death Stranding was... Ooh. I'm sure we'll get into it, but man. So damn good. Kojima-san is, is genius. Battery's completely fucking bonkers. One or the other, although they say the genius and insanity. Wait, wait, yeah, is, he's a, I'd say he's a little bit of both, but that man is a legend. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, man. Oh. There's a lot of stuff I didn't expect from uh, from the Game Awards. Yeah. So like uh, like Bayonetta, like oh yeah, I didn't expect to see that on the Switch, but it's a, a very uh, very happy surprise. Reggie. Um. So they uh, they showed off one and two, and then uh, what was it? Reggie was Reggie was like, oh yeah, we've got one more thing, got and one more thing, and he snaps his fingers and rolled it. Yeah. Tape. It was pretty uh, pretty baller move. It was pretty good. I love Reggie. Like Reggie feels uh, Ame. That's his full name, right? Fiz Oh, Fizume? Is that is That's that, how you pronounce oh, it, yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, he's just, like, my favorite anything in yeah. in gaming. Like, I just, he's, I don't know. A spokesperson, I guess. He's quite the character. <laughs> he is. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool when they, uh, when they switched over, because they showed the big moon for, like, Bayonetta again, but then, like, it switched. And for, like, a brief second, I'm like, wait, is this Metroid? Are they showing Metroid finally? Yeah. But then it's the they did the little crack thing in the moon and it made a three. I was like, I will definitely take a Bayonetta three yeah. for sure. Definitely. So it'll be cool to have uh, you know the Bayonetta games back. I don't. I never even played the second one. Yeah, I didn't either because it was on the Wii U and I never got a Wii U. I never. Yeah. I haven't played any of them, so this will be a dude. They're so good for me. It, yeah, they were awesome. I'm, me and Trey used to play that uh, quite a bit, if I remember right. Think Think Devil May Cry, but you're gonna have a boner the entire time. <laughs> who says i don't have a boner the entire time i play devil may cry anyway fair enough i mean dante's a good looking dude I'll yeah dude never, never wears a shirt under that jacket i mean come on anyway sorry Enough. no it was uh it was cool to get a nintendo announcement i don't think anybody saw that no um, definitely not plus speaking of nintendo they showed off the dlc which the dlc itself wasn't a surprise we knew it was coming in december but the fact that it launched that night was really cool yeah, yeah. definitely so it was cool to go ahead sorry no yeah i was just gonna say it was cool to see more of like what the dlc pact offered like the different costumes and stuff we're gonna have a uh thing it's like a master dungeon or i forget what like their term for it but it's like a really difficult dungeon um and then we had that fucking motorcycle that looks badass the master cycle zero yeah yeah it's called yeah, Master Cycle Zero. They, they said that you know all the all the other champions had uh, their uh, their divine beast. So they said this is uh, like Link's divine beast. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, as far as what Nintendo showed off, that definitely uh, two uh, two awesome surprises there. Mm-hmm. You know, one um, thing I forgot was uh, PUBG. Oh, oh yeah, PUBG dude. PUBG release the map. date annou- or the one announcement. And oh yeah. Uh, on PTRs, and then they, uh, I guess we've already, we already knew that, um, 12-12 was when it's coming to early access on Xbox. Yep, but right. It was still pretty exciting, and I've heard that the map stuff is pretty fantastic, or the new map and the, Dude, uh, the new map is all the stuff on the test run is really amazing. good. It feels like a, a complete game. Like, yeah. FPS is amazing, I mean, I've had some networking glitches here and there, but... It comes with a, a, a hundred-player game, but other than that, the UI is completely different. Yeah. Um, the home screen is completely different, and it's just it runs so much better. The new map is great. All the new weapons and vehicles are fun. I'm excited. There's, there's a truck. 
It's yeah. looking like two people right in front, two people right in the back. It looks so cool. I'm so excited. Uh, sorry, I kind of interrupted you there, Trevor. I apologize, dude. No, um, I was. Uh, it's okay. I get used to it, Zach. Don't don't worry. Um, <laughs> um, I, okay. I was just gonna so ask for on, um, no, I'm not <laughs> for the uh, the Xbox version of PUBG that is not launching with a desert map, correct? That is it is not. not. No. Okay. No. Which I'm I'm okay with. Um, I'm still excited to play it on Xbox. I know Tim's gonna get it on there. Um, Comes out if I buy it, yeah, me and Trey yeah. will split it, and then. If you and uh, if you and Wilgo have these on it, we'll uh, we'll have a full party on there. We'll have one extra. Yeah, we'll have one extra. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> There's always one, someone that's you know busy doing something. Yeah. It'll be the one game we're all on for and can't all play together. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one game that everybody always wants to play. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to figure that out. Um, but talking uh, kind of going along with the uh, the other announcements, so uh, Soul Calibur Six was a, a really exciting uh, announcement. I'm. I know uh, Trey and Will both freaked out. Yep, um, definitely have to get that uh, that clipped on our uh, on our Twitch highlights. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. It had been rumored for like the longest time that we were going to see it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like seeing it in action was really cool. Uh, I, if I remember right, Soul Calibur Two was like my first, like one of my very first fighting games. Yeah, I believe it. That or Smash Brothers. Um, well, yeah. It, um, as far as I don't know how. Um, I don't know the terminology, but like a, it feels like I want to say like a true fighting game. Oh, like Smash yeah. is kind of like its own <laughs> like a party category, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Soul Calibur Two was like my first game, like my first you know fighting game, and I I always enjoyed it. It, it was cool coming uh, coming up with the different combos, but never as competitive as like Will or Will or Zach with uh, or uh, Will or Trey with the uh, the fighting games. Um, so growing up with Soul Calibur Two and Three. I'm really excited to see where six goes. I actually never touched four or five. That's okay. You didn't need to. <laughs> right. That's is uh, bad times. Yeah, that's what I that's what I always heard, and that's why I avoided them. Am I just really? But yeah, hopefully we get that uh, that uh, maybe some more guest characters. I've heard like a Fire Emblem characters rumored for the Switch version. There is no Switch version. Um, are you sure there's not going to be like a surprise later on down the road? I mean, it wasn't in the ending screen thing, the end card. Just said Xbox and PlayStation, and right? But you know how they always do like uh, like announcements later on, like oh, also coming to Switch. Like Nintendo would have it like its own separate trailer. Maybe we'll see. And then we've got that mystery fighter that we don't know if it's a new character or a guest character. Do you have any idea of who it might be, Trey? No idea. I have not a clue. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think the. The other one that had us all guessing was that uh, the um, Tenshu slash Bloodborne uh, teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it, it shows the, it's just like a 10 second clip for those who haven't seen it. It's just like this, it looks like a, what I thought it was, it looks like a torture device. Like this thing's like with rope and it's like turning and it's like making these weird noises. It's all bloody. But there's like some uh, like Japanese writing in the background on some parchment. So... We all started saying it was Bloodborne at first, but then Will found out some stuff that he uh, he said it was Tenshu, and then Trey got on board. No, with it. he said it was he said it was Bloodborne two at first. Right, I thought he was the one that found out that. Uh, uh, was it was you? It was me. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot going on that night. I apologize. So Trey says it's Tenshu. Then Will gets on board with it because he's uh, he's listening to uh, Maximilian. 
So he's like following along with him, looking at all these clues. Um, but then Will said something today that, what was it? He said it wasn't it wasn't Tenshu, and he was going back to Bloodborne again. Yeah. So Will's kind of all over the place. Trey's pretty locked into Tenshu, though. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, for sure. Just because like, I understand the uh, what was his name the the creator Miyazaki was in the crowd mm-hmm. for Bloodborne. Oh yeah. Um, like he was there the entire time. And I guess when the trailer happened, I don't know. There's a, there's a bunch of like rumors that it may be Bloodborne too, but I'm sticking to Tenchu. I I mean the the good news is, and Tim, Tim was the one that brought this point up. No matter who's right, like we win. Right, we get you a new know, game. Like it, it's, it's a cool announcement, regardless. Yeah, I'd love a new Tenchu game, man. I would love a new uh, another Bloodborne too. Like I am deep into that game right now, and I love it. And, yeah, I still need to play it. Uh, Will pointed out the kanji in the background. So if it mm-hmm. is a Bloodborne game, it doesn't look like it would be Victorian England. It looked like oh yeah, it we would talked be about that. Something like uh, feudal Japan or something like that, maybe. Which is exciting because I like the idea of taking something like Onimusha Warlords and then making it a Dark Souls game. Is, yeah, uh, pretty damn cool. I think the only thing they have to be careful of is there is to uh, not make uh, near two. True. Yeah. Or Neo 2. Neo 2. Sorry. Yeah. Neo 2. Hey, if they make a Neo 2, that's fine. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you cracked your... Have you gotten Nier out yet? I installed it today. Because oh. um, I just beat <laughs> Assassin's steps. Creed Origins last night. Oh, nice. How was it? Um, really good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so now that that's off my list, I feel comfortable moving on. Started Wolfenstein today. I don't... I don't know. I don't know if it's going <laughs> to keep my interest. So you play it um, all of like 10 minutes and put it down? Yeah, like, but it, it's also been kind of like a, a weird day. I, I haven't really like been able to focus on any one thing other than Monster Hunter. Like now all I want to do is play Monster Hunter. Dude. Dude. Yes. Um, but I might switch over to Nier. Um, I'm kind of in like an RPG kind of mood, so I might start that next. Because Persona 5 is definitely last on my list because that's going to take the most time. Yes, mm-hmm. 100% that's going to take the most time. The key is just to, like, put a game in your console and just play that game. Don't jump around. Like, you yeah. never get, like, when I do that, I never get anything played. But speaking right. of, mon- well, I guess we should talk about Death Stranding before we get off of the game. Yes. So, yes. Uh, uh, there's a small developer um, known as, Ko- is it Kojima Games? Is that what it is? Koji- Kojima Creations? Kojima Productions. Kojima Productions, a small indie developer called Kojima Productions, and they put out this mm-hmm. uh, a little uh, a little trailer that uh, that uh, Trevor seems to be very excited about. Uh, why don't you tell us about it, Trevor? So uh, I, <laughs> I I don't know what to say to you, Zach. I, I'm We're I'm not so friends disappointed. Anymore? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for Death Stranding. I think we got the the first announcement. Uh, was it last year at the Game Awards? Yep. Um, where they they, sh- um, they showed off the first trailer. We got a second trailer at E3. Um, Basically, this was the third trailer. I don't remember when the second one dropped. Um, and nobody has any idea what's going on. Like, even the people that are involved with the, with the game, like, they have no clue what's happening. Yeah. Um, Norman Reedus. But this new trailer definitely... Sorry. Right. Uh, this new trailer definitely had, like, the most detail out of uh, all the trailers, I think, as far as, like, hints as far as uh, mm-hmm. what's going on. So Norman Norman Reedus' character, Sam, he seems to be involved in some sort of, like, corpse disposal unit. Um, they have, like, one corpse there. 
with like a gold skull mask, which is a already like another interesting part that nobody has any idea what it means. And this other, there's two other guys. One of them is like crushed under this truck. So some, something happened. Um, but then like you, they go over to the guy crushed under the truck and he starts to like age really fast. So already uh, another aspect that nobody has an idea what it has to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see these, these handprints, these oily handprints kind of walking along their little like ghost detectors flashing and shit and they have to like not breathe. So for whatever reason, like breathing, you know, they, they detect that, whatever. Yeah. So the thing like goes away. Um, and then they, I forget what happens next. I think they like drag the dude away. Um, oh yeah. Cause uh, the guy makes a noise. They drag the dude away. These like oily hands like come out of the ground and they pull him away. His partner like shoots him before they, uh, uh, they, they can get away with him. So whatever these things are, they want these people alive. Because they lost all interest once the dude is dead. So they want real people yeah. or living people for something. It seems like no they're harvesting what, yeah. them or something like that. Right. Um, and I've, I've heard uh, so many so many fucking theories. Like, they're, they're just all over the place. And who knows if any bit of them are true. Right. Um, the other interesting part was their, uh, like their life bracelets. Because um, soon after the guy shoots them, um, everything starts to go, like, inverted um like the one guy he has the little baby container he throws it to norman reedus and then he tries to like shoot himself but it doesn't work because then gravity just goes haywire dude's like stabbing himself in the chest and you see his bracelet go from blue to red um so um i i I don't even know what to say like everything just flip there's too much there's too yeah there really is because then there's like this giant the i will say this there's this giant behemoth that has like this imbibble in biblical course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anemone. Umbilical course. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got like this giant like hand like head. So like the dude like floats up and like eats him. There's this giant explosion, but it has like marionette fingers. Which I think is really interesting because we see these these smaller strands. Figures. Well, I was gonna say these strands. Yes. Um kind of tied to everything so we see it in the in the text that they use but also in that final scene we see this giant crater with all these like dark strands so are these like strands like tethers to this alternate dimension this uh this upside down world can i jump in where these uh for sure so this is my theory i was talking about earlier so it's called death stranding obviously you see the strands in the title you see the strands on the hands but like it's it's not just in that trailer like it's in everything in right. the first trailer, um, oh wait, not the first trailer. I'm thinking of the second trailer. The second trailer with Mad Mads Mikkelsen, like he Mads has Mick- those Mikkelsen, whatever. Um, I'm so bad <laughs> with names, dude. He has like he's connected to the other soldiers that he's commanding or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the strands like pull back when when Norman Reedus walks up to the ocean. That might be the first trailer. Um, there's a bunch of like they look like large umbilical cords coming out of the ocean in you know, like next to the animals that are like laid up on the side. Like it's all uh-huh. over the place. So maybe this thing is like some kind of alien entity that is just like latched into everything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, that's probably nothing like solid, but like I've just, I'm new to all of this. Like I haven't watched these trailers until this past week because apparently I live under a goddamn rock. But um, Pretty much. 
yeah man i'm super excited i'm super pumped and that's my i like i i don't know i don't know i don't have a clue i did so you you bring up an interesting point though because you you mentioned the the marine life right yeah yeah, yeah. what's and up that, with that? that's been that's been a a solid theme throughout all three of these trailers yeah. they all have like dying marine life like you see it in the first one with the crabs then it goes to the beach and there's like whales and everything washed up so I, I think it's interesting that we see like whatever this is it seems to have a really big impact on the the aquatic life on earth and even at the the end of the third trailer you see that giant crater it doesn't look like an, an explosion uh crater it looks more like like a uh, like a body of water was like drained or something yeah it does so so it also with like that and then the with everything being oily i wonder if there's some sort of i don't know like you when you think of like oil spills you always think of like the marine life that that like goes first that's like harmed first mm -hmm. so i wonder if like the oil and the marine life like if that has like any sort of like i don't know any tie together because it seems weird that it's it's everything is oily. Like it, it's not just like like shadowy. It's very much like an oily texture. It's got like a black viscous kind of liquid right. thing to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I I'm kind of curious to see if that has any uh, like any ties together. But then you go down a completely different path, and then there's babies involved. Yeah. Like I... what the fuck are the babies? So like the babies power their like little ghost detector things. Which is weird to begin with. You're using babies for fuel. Well, it's just like a baby um, right now. We don't know if there's multiple ones or, or what. Well, Norman had uh, had his pack. The dude on top of the truck had his own. So there's definitely multiples. Did it, did Norman um, have I his don't, own pack? I don't think I don't so. Think he did. Yeah, because remember he throws it. Uh, the other guy throws it to him. That's mm, that's the same baby though. That's the same baby. Yeah. Okay, but what about the guy that lands on the truck? He has his own. Okay, hang on. Oh, I'm, sc I'm scrubbing through the video right now, but continue talking. Okay, don't don't take my word for it. I think you might be right now that I think about it. It's hard to make out, though, at the same time. I will say that. Because that guy's kind of shadowed together. But yeah, that guy does... Uh, which uh, Trey said he thinks it's Matt's character, which makes sense. Um, if, if that is the case... Okay, the dude on the even, truck... I don't even know. They definitely do the uh, the same gesture. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, these 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 babies are like the the source of power for their ghost detectors for whatever reason. Um, sure. One of the theories I've seen is like a I've seen two different ones. I've seen like a a clone theory that these babies are like a, a form of like a like a clone of like dying and rebirth, which seems a little too far fetched for me. But also it's Kojima, so I'm not writing anything off at this point. Right. Uh, but then I've also seen like a a time travel element to it as well, because some people are saying that the there's like two Sams in the trailer, um, uh, so as far as like it, it being like two oh, different, yeah. I don't know. He does have One, a baby on his chest. Okay. That would make sense. The time travel thing with the whole like the guy aging rapidly all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. That's I don't know. When there's the whole thing where the blood when he like he's leaking blood when he starts to back up, and it starts right. to um, hiss and it's like acidic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on with that? Dude, there's just too much to unpack. And, like, it's, there it's is. fun it, to kick around ideas. But it's, I yeah, I, I love talking about it. Will, will even be. I, that's the, like you said, that's the fun part about it. Like, nobody has any idea. 
Like, you can have whatever solid guess you think you may have, yeah. but there's no way to tell that you're right. Same thing with, like, the Bloodborne thing. Like, we can, like, say it's Tenchu or we can say it's Bloodborne, but there's no way to say, like, whether it is or it isn't until they actually announce it, you know? Yeah. Also, so I, I, I think that's what's cool about these these kinds of trailers. Yep. Like, you, you get to, like, make, make, make it your own thing. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, that I, is the way to make a trailer. Yeah, absolutely. I will say... At the end of the trailer, that the the crater that we're talking about, or like the body of water, mm-hmm. there's there's a, a giant handprint inside of said crater. Yeah, I saw people say that on Reddit too. They they said that it looks like a uh, like a handprint. Mm. And then there's the five figures. We don't know what those are at all. Yeah, it's always those five. <sighs> Same thing with uh, with them being on the beach. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I'm sure it's going to be a uh, masterful, masterful storytelling as usual from uh, from Kojima. I'm excited uh, for it to be his his very first you know game with his own with his own company now. So I'm I'm sure he's putting everything he can into mm-hmm. this. And Mark Cerny says it is playable. He says after four hours of playing that game, he starts to understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah I don't know I if anyone that. else caught that. Wait, so, who said yeah, that? Like, uh, Someone's played it. Mark Cerny. Who's Mark Cerny? I'm sorry. Uh, one of the PlayStation dudes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's like, yeah, after after playing it for about four or five hours, I finally started to understand it a little bit. <laughs> I love it. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm completely okay with that. I'm okay with jumping into this game and not knowing a thing about what's going on. I love a little mystery in the games, man. I hope the mystery stays the entire time as well. Like, I'll, I'll keep up with, like, theories and stuff, but as soon as, like, people start, like, I don't know, leaking, like, story information, that's what yeah. I'm done. Like, I, I want to go into this completely blind. Yeah, I agree with you. There's also that, um, what was that game that came out, or that they showed, Witchfire? That looked really cool, too. Yeah, it looked really, yeah it's like that a, was interesting. It was like a Doom meets Bloodborne meets Demon Souls with, I don't know, fast-paced shooting of the Doom. I don't, it just looked really cool. Yeah, it looked like... I like the art style. It's a very cool art style. So it was a first-person shooter that had a very dark art style, um, almost kind of like that Victorian England kind of thing that Bloodborne mm-hmm. has going on, I think. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it, they showed... It looked very fast-paced, and it looked very exploratory. Which, who, what was the... Like, when, when they started to show it off, they were like, from the creators of this game... And so you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be like a story-driven game, whatever. And mm-hmm. then they're like, but also Serious Sam and something else. And it's like, oh, okay. It's gonna <laughs> oh, be, all right. It's, it's gonna sure. Be, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a crazy <laughs> shooter, too. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, I can't remember what the developer was, and it's killing me right now. But, um, yeah, Witchfire was really good. I think the issue was it was, uh, like, we started to talk about it, but it was so overshadowed by the guy, oh, yeah. the, the guy that came up right afterwards that said, fuck the Oscars. And uh, clearly was on something or off his ass on doing something. Oh my gosh! He was like, that was so cringy. You could tell Jeff Keeley was. Oh, uh, he was getting not pissed. Pleased. Which yeah, not at all. While we're on the subject of Jeff Keeley, I know we always give, or at least I do, I always give crap uh, to the game awards, the video game awards, because some there's some pretty cheesy moments. You've got you know you're used to the Oscars where they have actors and actresses and they know how to present themselves versus like now you've got a bunch of game developers which are 
you know, I, I don't like stereotypes, but to some degree, sometimes maybe a little less socially inclined than other people or whatnot. Sure. And right. um, they can come off super, super uh, cringy. That being said, there were some moments that I felt were a little weird, but overall, man, I love the video game. And, like, I, I am so happy that someone actually does this and takes the medium and does an award show for it. Like, it's a good thing for us as gamers. Like, it is. We need that. It almost, um, uh, what's the word? It, um, it kind of solidifies it as a, like, an actual medium. Yeah. I think it's interesting that, like, I, some people will say, like, oh, it's a medium. Like, no one's arguing that anymore. But I feel like it is still an argument. Like, it's still, like, something you have to say, well, video games are art, too. Like, they... I think they, it's a generational thing, too. It, it really is. Definitely. Because I think our grandparents and parents, for the most part, um, see them from what we saw we when we played them. It was Mario, and you ran right on the screen, and you jumped on mushrooms and all that other stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> jumped on mushrooms? Yeah, exactly. Or Goombas, I apologize. They were shaped like... But, um... Whereas now they're like soul, like they can be, they can be that still. They can be simple and just, just a fun game, or they can be like chaotic stories that rip your heart out and stomp on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also known as The Last of Us. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, but I just wanted to say that though because like I feel like, and I do crap on the game awards a lot, but I also think it provides a very important service and something that we need as gamers. Definitely, but uh, it's just a good way to to celebrate all the the hard work that everyone put into these games. This you know for the past year. Yeah, it is. It's nice to just kind of, especially with what we did, like getting everyone together and kind of watching it um, as a group and kind of talking about these different games that we played throughout the year. It was just a nice experience. I'm glad we got to do that. Oh, it was awesome, dude! I had so much fun doing that. And it's like you know. I've never had, like, an Oscar party. I know that they exist. Right. right. But, uh, like, I've never been interested in having one. But, like, something like this? Hell yeah. Like, have my friends over and play or eat eat food and watch video game stuff? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think I would much rather do this every year instead of yeah, yeah, an yeah. Oscar party because I honestly, right. I just go to watch the movies. I don't, I don't care if it's like, oh, best actor yeah. for so-and-so best yeah, whatever for this that and the other i'm like dude i play video games more than anything else if i'm gonna get excited about anything it's gonna be about video games oh 100 it'll be even uh even nicer next year at the fam house oh yes Is and that- even on top of that like the oscars you're not getting special trailers for anything they're not announcing anything cool no they're not they just have like it's definitely a different pepsi kind of commercials that about emmys and the oscars or anything like that it's just like Video game awards. We got gameplay trailers. We got story trailers. You know, it's exciting. Hype, hype. It's all hype. hype. I do wish they would kind of find the uh, the balance there, though, because I we got a lot of cool announcements. But like Zach was saying earlier, they they rushed a lot of the awards. Yeah. Like they would just without even announcing it. Like you wouldn't know what's going on, and all of a sudden, Jeff just announced like four different award winners. You're like, uh, what just happened? Yeah, like we would miss it because we would be talking about yeah. stuff. Like, award stuff, and then they'd just be like, oh, by the way. Like, it was just yeah. so, I don't know. And then, uh, like, I don't know. I felt like some of the presenters were 
Actually, the only presenter I felt was lackluster. Lackluster. Aisha Taylor. Uh, is it Taylor or Tyler? I can't remember. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Aisha, mm-hmm. the girl that plays Lana in uh, Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, like she just seemed like she didn't want to be there. And I th- I saw her at the Ubisoft one, and she actually seemed like she was enjoying that. So I don't know like what's up with that. Maybe the game probably because she was getting paid enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought. But uh, yeah, she definitely didn't seem enjoyed uh, to enjoy it at all. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. It's Cuphead. It's exactly what she said. It's Cuphead. Yeah. Okay. Like, like she just, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I still thought it was a good experience. Um, and I look forward to more Death Stranding stuff. I need to play through Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes, you do. Yeah, I think, I think so me, does Trey. me and Trevor should go through all of Metal Gears again. Like, story-wise. Yeah. Chronologically. Lore. Lorology wise, if yeah, that that would be pretty cool. I think that'd be fun. That'd be very because cool. they're a clusterfuck, or at least they seem to be. Like everything I see about them is like, well, no, that's that. This is big boss, and this guy's a clone of this guy, and it's like, wait, mm-hmm. it's not. It's on? not a clusterfuck. It, it it's pretty understandable. Like, okay, maybe I've never sat down and like whittled it out. I guess. But. Um, I mean, no, I, I I agree with you, Zach. It's definitely very for someone that hasn't like played the games or like gotten to know these characters. It's definitely like very overwhelming. Yeah. So I I agree with you there. Um, I started to move on to something earlier, and I can't remember. Monster what Hunter. I, oh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, because Trevor mentioned that we played Monster Hunter. How freaking good and enjoyable was that Monster Hunter beta, guys? So it was good. That was your guys' first Monster Hunter, right? I, I've dabbled, but I've never really gotten into it with friends. So, yes. I'm going to say yes, because, like, I barely played. Um, yeah. I was just so impressed with, like... So, obviously, they give you, like, high-end gear to try out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even right. then, it still felt fun. Like, sometimes I find games that when you get super powerful, you're not really... Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. Excuse me. I apologize. You're, it's not really fun anymore. Like, you're just killing stuff, and it's done, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it still felt like a challenge, and the co-op was fun, and I'm excited to see what items you can make. Like, they showed off a couple traps. Like, we had a lightning trap, yeah. and it would stun the the whatever creature we were hunting. But uh, I'm super impressed with it, and I'm super looking forward to it. And it's open world. It doesn't have the... Uh, the single screen. The load breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think it's, that's probably my... I mean, obviously it's a gorgeous game, but I think that's the most important thing um, to me is the open world feeling to it. Yeah. Just because, like, going through loading screens kind of breaks the immersion to yeah. me. Yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah, man, like, even, like, all, like, the smaller wildlife you'd see running around, and mm-hmm. it really gave it, like, life. Well, and they're timed missions, so, like, we were running through and trying to get stuff done as quickly as yeah. possible. But imagine when we're, like... Oh, I need stone to make this, you know, to craft this new piece of armor. Right. Yeah, like I'm, I'm excited to start with shit. a stick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, start with a stick. It's going to be so good. Learn to sharpen it and start hunting shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. Oh, dude. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to some ga- some late game nights with that one. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. All kinds of fam nights for that one. Even just for uh, for a demo, it it was fantastic. The even just the first mission, even though it was easy, it was still so exciting to just like run around and then be like, "Oh, I found it!" Then you know we mm-hmm. start taking it down, laying traps and chasing it. 
jumping on top of its head and, and all kinds of stuff. That was so, so it was cool. It was. It was a lot of fun. But uh, we got that, and then, dude, freaking Dragon Ball Z Fighters comes out on the same day. It's not. Oh even, my gosh! It's yeah. Not even fair. Not even. I feel fair. bad for Monster Hunter. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not gonna be playing Monster Hunter. Oh, I'm, I'm probably gonna be focused in on Dragon Ball. Yeah, I gotta get a. I want to get it on Xbox just because I won't have a PS4. But uh, I need to uh, get a fight stick for it. Otherwise, I'm gonna get it on PC, which I won't be able to stream it if that's the case. But we'll we'll come across that. But I'm super. You'd be surprised. Fighting games aren't that like graphically heavy. No, but there's a lot of movement, and I'm worried about it encoding the video fast enough. Uh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, I I plan on getting it on PC anyway because my brother's getting it on PC. Okay. I like to play against each other and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um. Geez, what else is going on in your guys' life with gaming? You just beat uh, Assassin's Creed. We've well, been up to trade. Yep. Not much. I've uh, been playing PUBG because of the new map. Um, loving that. Um, Monster Hunter. Been watching uh, CPT. It's Capcom been pretty crazy. Tour. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty awesome. Any any big highlights so far? Um, a lot of big name players actually got sent to losers uh, to losers bracket. Really, just a lot of yeah, and it's going on right now. So I'm I'm missing out on some. But I don't know. <laughs> so you're like, let's wrap this podcast up. Yeah. I thought I saw where Justin Wong got to like use a an infinity. Stick oh my god. To yeah. Someone's controller inputs. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't know. I'm not a fan Wait, of this tournament. What? Yeah, that's. I don't like that. It's a neat idea. It really is. But I think you start putting money on the line for stuff. I think something like that's a little crazy. He got an infinity stone to change someone's controller inputs. Yeah. So, right? so with the the battle for the stones, um, there's tournaments that lead up to this tournament that's going on right now, and each player, um, well, there's some players that have the uh, that have infinity stones. So like Justin had the reality stone. And since he he used it, and it, it's it lets you change your opponent's um, button inputs, which I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, another one's like you start off with uh, it's the power gem. The power gem gets you, you know, you start off with the first hit and the first combo um, in the in the match. So like as the as your opponent, like I say, I use it on you, Zach. And it's like okay, yeah. I'm gonna use my power stone on you. And I'm basically starting the match off, and you're at like half health. That's insane. Yeah, that's just. It's like why even bother having the match at that point? Like you know who's gonna win? No, no I mean not really. necessarily. It's Marvel. I mean, there's always the comeback. But can they change the um the infinity of the one that lets you change your buttons? Is that just for one match, or is that for the? Whole yeah, it's just for one match. Okay, I didn't know if it was for like. Because they have like a best two out of three or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty cool looking. I I don't know. I am I don't know. I just don't like that idea. But other than yeah, that, it's... man, I love watching fighters. Like there's a yeah, whole it's pretty hype. different level of strategy that doesn't exist in other games. I mean, it's like footsies when I asked you earlier what... Because they kept talking about footsies. Uh-huh. Um, and for those that don't know... Well, Trey, what what is it? It's basically like the spacing... Um, knowing your spacing, so you say you throw out a 
a light punch that only goes so far, but I throw out a light punch that's farther, that's footsie. So that's like knowing your spacing in between you and your opponent. Okay. Interesting. Like, you don't have... I mean, spacing is huge in any kind of competitive game, I guess. But Yeah. Um, or a lot of them, anyway. Not really Hearthstone. But, um... <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I, It's just a new thing, and I enjoy watching it. My freaking kids love watching it. Oh, we yeah. It. We, yeah, we were watching some of the Street Fighter Five stuff. And Atlas is like jumping up and on, up and down off the couch. That's and awesome. He's just like, oh, oh, he won, Dad, he won. Like he didn't care who won, just that somebody won. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he did, buddy. He did. And my, and my he mother, sure did. Yeah, yeah. My mother-in-law was like, it's awfully violent for them to watch. It's Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five is not even violent. And right. Like, There's no blood or nothing. It's not as bad as like half the cartoons they watch. The world. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they could be watching Mortal Kombat. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. I was gonna ask that earlier. Like, I feel old. Trevor said that Soul Calibur Two was your first um, fighter. Is that a PS2 game? Yeah. My first fighter was uh, Mortal Kombat, the first one <laughs> on Sega Genesis, if I remember correctly. Well, that's because I didn't grow up playing fighting games. Yeah, you had good parents who were like watched and paid attention to what you were playing. Right. Oh. No, dude, I, I used to backpack A. Backpack A. Yep. And then if you or your Kano, you hold the A button, I think, for three seconds, and you can rip someone's heart out. Like, that's Jeez. the, like, yeah. I remember a couple things. I remember some things. But anyway, <laughs> those were the days. Simpler time. <laughs> those were the golden Ripping days. people's hearts out. Those were the golden days. Did you get- yeah, we've got uh, a lot of... A lot of these condensed game days coming up with, you know, next Tuesday we've got the Resident Evil 7 DLC, PUBG, um, uh, Tim's going to be playing Fallout VR. And oh, yeah. Doom VR. Next month. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he, that. He picked that up. And then next month we've got Monster Hunter and Dragon Ball on the same day, so. Yeah. Yep. We just got a, a shit ton of stuff all all in the same day. Which is, I don't know, it's, it's kind of exciting. They're like mini holidays. They are. They do feel like they're special days to look forward to to break up the week. Right. Of course. For sure. When you get a new game on Tuesday and you're like, God, I, I wish it was Friday. But uh, Right. Right, exactly. Get a power through that week with as little sleep yeah, they just need Yeah, they just need to change the release dates for games like Nintendo and just have them all come out on Fridays. That way we, we can just start off with a weekend with That's them. That's what makes right, sense right? to me. I don't know why that they makes don't sense. do that. But- yeah, but actually, why don't they do that? Is there a reason? Have, have Have you ever heard a reason? I've never heard of a reason. I'm I'm sure there's probably some like market statistic that says Tuesdays are the the games that are the days that games sell best on, or right. who knows what it is. Maybe like Tuesday, it comes out and some hype builds and stuff, and then people will buy it on Friday when they get paid or something like that when they have fresh money. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who that knows? makes no sense. But anyway, um. Yeah, we've got a uh, a lot lots to look forward to. That's for sure. Between all the games we'll be playing, and then um, Trey and Will's secret project we've got coming up. We've got our D and D Sundays. Yeah. So we, we've got uh, we've got lots to keep us busy and lots to uh, to uh, keep pushing through this uh, this new year and uh, get us through the holidays. So definitely lots coming uh, coming your way. And not to mention, and it, we've got an AGDQ coming up some pretty pretty soon. Oh yeah, like in yeah. a month, I think. So that's awesome. Game's done quick for those that don't know, and that is going to be amazing. It always is. Always nice to just kind of, 
you know, especially after usually the, the one that comes after the holidays is always fun for me because usually that's when I play like the most games because um, everything usually comes out during the fall. So you're always playing games nonstop. Sometimes it's just nice to sit down and like watch some speed runs. Yeah. Just kind of sit and relax, enjoy them. It, it, it's kind of kind of like what I said earlier, kind of like a mini holiday. They've, like you look forward to, to all the, the games done or the, both the games done quick throughout the year. and They've actually already got the schedule up. It is, starts on January seventh. Oh, nice! And it doesn't. It does not include Super Metroid. Oh, you've really? already looked through. What's that? You've already looked through. Uh... Uh, I haven't looked at the schedule, but I just saw an article saying it uh, didn't include Super Metroid, which is this is a pretty big deal. It was the first one that hasn't had Super Metroid in forever, and I'm happy about yeah. that. Like, I like a nice rotation. I understand that the Super Metroid race is a big deal, but I think to add some freshness, it would be good to see some new races. Um, right. Yeah, you've got to rotate stuff yeah, out nice. for sure. I'm trying. You to can get... only speed run a game so much, I guess. Yeah. Over and over. I'm uh, and maybe you might want to cut this. I don't even know if I should say it. I'm trying to get. Uh, there's three people that are part of that speed run team, or like are part of the main group that put that on. They're also announcers and stuff. I'm trying to get one of them to come on the podcast. Um, yeah, that'd be I sweet. All three of them. So we'll see if that. Works. Oh, nice. I don't know if that'll work. For I'm not sure. gonna say their name, but. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, you guys have any other uh, closing comments before we uh, we wrap up this podcast? I can't remember. No. I thought we said anything else uh, before we uh, we wrap up this podcast. I have nothing. I uh, I not, I do not have anything either, other than the fact that I'm <laughs> loving the new Hearthstone expansion. And if you don't play Hearthstone, you should check it out. Or if you do play, yeah, Hearthstone, definitely you should check uh, it out too. If you haven't. Definitely going to uh, get into these matches with Zach right after this. Yeah, it's it's fun. I feel a little gypped, but you know, whatever. It's such a money sink. Like, <laughs> I was talking it to my is. friends about this. It's such a goddamn money sink. That being said, like when a new set of Magic: The Gathering comes out, like so, I spent sixty or seventy dollars on cards for this game, and I got I feel like a pretty significant portion of the cards. Um, like all I'm missing are the rare, like the big rare ones. But like Magic the Gathering, man, like I would oh, on a man. release night, I would drop two, three hundred dollars on boxes. Yeah, I just spend and a stupid amount on that game. I'd still, I'd still like need cards for a deck, um, which you could sell the cards back in and stuff like that after that. But anyway, it's still pretty. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I really enjoy Hearthstone, and uh, I think if I played it more, it'd be less of a money sink because I'd have more in-game gold to buy things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely going to enjoy playing. Yeah, and you start doing those dailies more often. Yeah, like Tim does his every day, and he bought 20 packs. With it. So, there you go. Um, I will say a new Miles Morales movie trailer. That was awesome. Oh, I'm so excited for Spider that. Spider-Man you showed me? Yes. Dude, that does look cool. That looks very cool. I was a little sketch at first, and then yeah. I kept watching it, and I was like, yeah, I love this. This art style is dope. As always, uh, if you like the podcast, definitely hit subscribe. Uh, they come out every Monday at 1 p.m. on YouTube, Google Play, and iTunes. Also, follow us on YouTube if you want to see some of the other videos we have. We also stream uh, pretty much nightly on Twitch now other than Sundays. Uh, Tim does most of the weekdays, and Trey covers the weekends. So definitely make sure you cover us if you like our content. Leave some notes as far as uh, what you like, what you didn't like, and we'll see you guys next week. Later. Bye. Bye.